So I'm officially between 25, 30 pounds down or so on my diet. I'm loving it. I feel fantastic. I can actually see the muscle coming out through through all the fat. <laughs> so we're getting there, and I'm really excited to see my body changing as it is. Uh, so if you want results like this, or better, better, hopefully, <laughs> head in the description below for Ideal Health. Check out Stephanie's system and uh, see how it can benefit you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hamster Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Jason Briand of Hard Surface Solutions. How's it going? Good, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So let's let's get some history on you, the business, and uh, all of it. Well, it's funny. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say, you know, how'd you get into this and stuff. And I, I owned an auto detailing business. We started that out in 2003. Started yeah. off in Goffstown. Um, acquired a, a, another business um, in 2004. Moved to Manchester. Um, name of that was Distinguished Detailing. Um, how I got into this, it's kind of funny, you know, auto detailing is a very seasonable thing, you yeah. know, it, 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 we had a lot of wholesale accounts and, and things like that, you know, retail accounts, but when winter came, we really relied on those, that wholesale. So I started kind of looking into other things that we could do, you know, my nature, I, I've kind of grown up in that, that some type of cleaning environment, you know, my whole life pretty much, you know, from when I was putting myself through college, I was washing cars at a, at a dealership in Nashua. Um, my passion for auto detailing kind of grew from there, but, um, so I've always been kind of like a, a self-proclaimed cleaning geek, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you will. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of stumbled onto this. I, I saw an ad on, on, on some website that I was on. And I started looking more into it, and it was for hard surface cleaning. Um, the timing, it was really, really interesting. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm like, I didn't even know that that existed, but I could definitely see a need uh, for it because I didn't, never heard of it. I saw a bunch of carpet cleaners, um, things like that, but nobody was doing anything with tile or, or solely with tile. Um, so I looked into that, talked to a lot of different people, looked into a lot of different avenues, um, found even a training place out in um, Arizona somewhere. Um, I didn't realize the expense though was, was so large. So the timing just wasn't right to expand into something. And, yeah. you know, I was still growing that business, you know, the auto detailing business and kind of put it off on the back burner and never reopened that chapter for, geez, uh, almost 10 years, you know, um, I was selling boats on Lake Winnipesaukee. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm from, the lakes region. Yeah. So selling boats on the, on, on on Lake Winnipesaukee and you know as you can imagine after Labor Day Columbus Day things really slow down in the lake yeah um, so I had a lot of time on my hands and I just happened to I was researching um, a boat and I just happened to see an ad um, and I said I'm like wow I'm like I haven't looked at that for years and it just happened to be for that same training facility out in Arizona so I started looking into that again I'm like you know I'm like that was something that always intrigued me so I started looking into it you know, kind of started getting that itch. I, I've never been one to, never been successful working for anybody else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've always been good at what I've done for other people, but that that wasn't my passion. You know, my passion was always being out there. Started a lot of different businesses from the auto detailing. I actually was insurance for a while. Um, there, was, there, was a, there was a couple of things, but nothing kind of really stuck. Um, then, I, then I found and fell into this again, and I figured, you know what, the timing's right. Um, took a leap of faith and here I am you know two we 
uh, about a year and a half. So we're in our second year of, of, of hard surface cleaning. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we specialize right now in, in, in tile and grout cleaning, you know, primarily. Okay. You know, but hard surface cleaning is anything from tile and grout to concrete to stamped concrete. Um, we've even done gym floors where they have that hermetic type of floor, that rubberized floor. Yeah. Because um, there's no real simple way to clean those surfaces. You yeah. know, mop in bucket. Mop, you know, I, I was re- recently read an article on LinkedIn um, about how kind of mop in buckets are a thing of the past. And, you know, it really is, especially with all the new types of flooring that are out there from the, the vinyl floors that look like wood. They still have those grains um, in the tile, and it's hard to clean with a mop in bucket. Um, unless you're really scrubbing it and getting into those yeah. those grooves, you know, just regular foot traffic and kind of compact that dirt. So there's no real easy way to clean. So here I am. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, I love those types of stories where it's like, oh, we kind of put it off and then you just see it again. And you're like, you know, let's do it. And yeah. it totally rings true when you're like, I can't work for anyone else. I'm like, I got you there. <laughs> like, I got that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. People, like my mom and dad, they're always very skeptical. They, I've had friends that come up to me and they're like, well, is it worth it? You know, you seem like you're working all the time. You seem like you're always stressed. I'm like, well, you know, it's not that I'm always stressed, but there's always a thousand things going on in your mind. Yeah. You know, always. You know, whether it's a slow time, um, whether it's a busy time, <laughs> you're always thinking about it. You're like, okay, what can I do now to start filling up my schedule or... Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. is it the right time to, to hire more people or yeah. whatever it is? It's it's always something on your mind, but is it worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just at the end of the day, being able to be like, I make the decision, you know, win or fail, like, it's on you. And, like, exactly. there's a type of, uh, I don't want to say rush, but it's, it's, it's a good feeling where I've, I've used, I've worked with people in the past where, like, you're making the wrong move, you're making the wrong move, and then the company goes, and I'm like, well, I told you, <laughs> you know, but there's nothing I could do, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I hear you there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've worked for actually really big companies, and just, you know, my vision was just a little bit different. And not to say that it was right or wrong, or, mm-hmm. you know, I was a disgruntled employee or anything. It's just, you know, you don't get the same satisfaction when, you, when you're working for somebody else, yeah. I, I, I think. So I've always been that entrepreneurial spirit. You know? Yeah. My mom and dad, they're always like, you know, worked for the same company for years and years. And unfortunately, when we had the recession in 2007, 2008, both lost their, they both lost their employment. So yeah. It's like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You know, there's yeah. a risk with anything. You know, you don't have that security that you used to you know, yeah. when our grandparents worked in yeah. the same place 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you said, at any moment, you could hit a bad time in the economy and people start... They get either they get scared and they fire people, or the company goes under and they have to fire a bunch of people, and right. no job is actually all that safe. So you're right. I, I love the entrepreneurial mindset because even if something happens and you know you go the blockbuster route where they're completely out of the market, you come up with something new, start over. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so <laughs> now that we talk sidetracked a little bit, let's talk about like what you do because that's kind of pretty cool because i've actually heard it on the radio before someone was complaining about um like tile floor and they're like oh we can never figure out how to clean it and <laughs> it's something that comes up quite a bit because it's it odd yeah well you know it is odd it, it's it's one of those things where every house that i ever walk into whether it's a home or a business really they're like i've tried everything i've been on my hands and knees 
you know, scrubbing my grout lines. You know, it just, it looks good for a couple of days and, and then it's back. You know, and there's, there's a lot of different reasons behind it. And the internet is just full of stuff. You know, being nervous, I was really nervous about, t- you know, coming in today. I was like, I'm like, geez, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I brought my notebook. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, but it's funny because last night I was just kind of playing on my phone. I'm looking at really the top misconceptions that I see on a daily basis. And then I started re- looking at it on the internet. I'm like, you know, what's really out there? Yeah. Um, and, and the things that are out there, you just you look at it and you're like, what is wrong? You know, I'm like, how, how is this going to work? I'm like, if people intelligently look at that, I'm like, how does that work? So there's a lot of misinformation on the yeah. internet, you know, from using vinegar you know, to clean your grout lines and, and, and baking soda and, and things like that. It's just those folks stop doing it. It just doesn't work. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I recently just ran into uh, somebody who works in the dental field. When I'm cleaning floors, I'm always using um, dental references. You know? mm-hmm. Getting on your hands and knees trying to scrub your grout lines with a, with a toothbrush or a brush and some type of cleaner, it is. It's going to make it look better, a lot better. Um, but unfortunately, it's going to get dirt, dirtier a lot faster. Yeah. So, I mean, we go in. That's that's what we specialize in. You know, we do all sorts of things from from tile to carpet to concrete. You know, we do a lot of garages for folks. You know, garages I think are probably the worst neglected area people probably just don't like. Yeah. Um, but when you when you when you when you're talking about cleaning the tile and things, um, you know, using a toothbrush. On, on your tile and grout it, it's just it's counterintuitive and mopping is probably the worst thing that you can do for your tile you know think about this for a second when you're when you're cleaning your tile when you're mopping it you're cleaning the tops of the tile right mm-hmm. what your grout is recessed so that water all dirty and all of its glory goes in and, and settles into those grout lines that's where it evaporates and that's where the dirt stays <laughs> yeah and as you walk on it you're really compacting that more and more um so mopping again is probably the worst thing that you can do um what we do is we actually go in um, we use what they call a steam cleaning method even though it's not really operating on steam um but there's a couple of key components to it there's four key components we first thing we do when we go in we we pre-treat an area um, or sweep it if 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 it's really um, needs to be cleaned up a little bit more yeah um so but we'll go in and we'll pre-treat an area it's gonna like sit on sit on the floor for a couple of minutes at least. And what that's the solution that we use. And we have green methods. We have um, you know regular cleaners and things like that. Yeah. But it has to sit on the floor because that's kind of what you're using to emulsify that that dirt and that that grease and that and everything that we might find in the kitchen or a bathroom, um, things like that. Um, the second component into that is um, agitation. Which what how what we use is we actually use a what they call a tile spinner, um, very common tool in the industry. Um, a lot of guys are using it. A lot of guys will use uh, mechanical brushes and things like mm-hmm. that. But the tile spinner for for what we're talking about, what we use, is high pressure um, water, and that's kind of what's doing the agitation. On average, it's coming out about twelve to fifteen hundred psi under a contained unit, so it's not splashing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what's basically getting into the nooks and crannies of your grout. You know, we talked about a little bit about, you know, with the brushing. You know, I use a lot of dental analogies because think about brushing your teeth for a second. You're brushing the surface um, of the grout, but as we all know, grout is very porous. It's hard yeah. to get into those little those nooks, those crannies, and everything else. So when you're cleaning with a brush, 
you're cleaning the surface, but you're leaving all of that dirt and that yeah. grease and that bacteria, mold, whatever, whatever's in there, in those pores. Bacteria mold grow back very rapidly, and that's why a lot of people are get on their hands and knees and use that that brush method. Um, you know, if it's why it gets dirty so fast. Yeah. That's especially what they're using for cleaners too. A lot of cleaners, people think you had to use a little bit more to get a better result. Um, the problem with a lot of the cleaners out there is they're very viscous. And what that means is just that it, it takes a lot to rinse those products clean. Okay. So if you're cleaning on your hands and knees and you're mopping in just once, that might not be enough. So leaving that those chemical residues behind will actually um, attract more dirt and make it stick. So again, mm. that's another reason why it gets dirty so fast. So using that agitation, the third component is the heat. Um, our water is usually, it's coming out of the nozzles about 200 and usually about 210, 215, which mm -hmm. is right around boiling point, but it's coming out at such high pressure, it stays in its liquid form. So that heat, we've all washed dishes, it's a lot easier to wash dishes in warm water than yeah. it is cold water. You know, heat's a big, um, a big factor in that. It helps break up those oils, especially in kitchens around uh, cooking surfaces and mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth thing is, is the extraction. So as we're, we're doing it, um, it's not only flushing out all the dirt, all that grime, all that oil, um, the heat is also helping break up those oils. It's also sanitizing. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, bacteria, mold, mildew, anything that's in the, the nooks and crannies, it's actually it, destroying it. And then the extraction just takes it all out into into the uh, the trailer that we used. Yeah. So it's it's it sounds like it's a really in depth process, but really we see it in action. It's 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 pretty simple. <laughs> pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, pretty straightforward <laughs> stuff. And people people watching it are like, I can't believe it. You know, I, I always thought my my grout was that color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. Um, so it's it's very satisfying, and I think even when I was detailing cars, I mean that that's that's at the end of the day, that's what I love the most. It's when a, a customer will, will text you later in the day, or um, when you finish, they're like, "Oh my god!" You know, that's it's like the instant gratification. Yeah, and that's what that's what makes it all worth it. It's hard work. It's not easy, um, but at the end of the day, that's what makes it worth it. Yeah, absolutely, cool. So we take a quick break for the sponsors. Everyone, hold on. If you want a new and kind of interesting way to market, um, check out our business board here on the other side of the room. As you can see, um, it is steadily growing and it's only $20 for the year. So if you would like to join our board with the other fantastic entrepreneurs who want to be seen every day on the Hampshire Business Show, uh, jump in the description below and let me know. Summer is here. It's right around the corner. And if you're, if you're like me and I hate being outside and mowing my own lawn, I would be the perfect candidate for project quoting if all the landscapers had it up on their websites. So <laughs> head in the description below if you're a landscaper, um, anyone who does work outside and quotes clients, this is the perfect opportunity to get your name in front of clients and have them self-quote themselves and all you do is get the inf their information on the back end. So it cuts out a ton of work for you and it makes lead generation that much easier. Just check it out. When you originally reached out, I was like, hard service, some reason I thought floors, which because clearly that's hard, but 
-hmm. there's probably you know there's tile and a lot of other things too so do you do like say like showers and that type of stuff or anything hard essentially yeah absolutely i mean we've done anything from shower enclosures um you know there's different tools different different spinners for you know things like that absolutely i mean Primarily, we do a lot of floors, yeah, um, but a lot of shower enclosures. We've actually done um, mason walls. You know, they get the they get the the green that mildew and yeah. um, um, I'm not sure if it's algae, but it, you know, it gets like that moss on it, um, things like that. We clean granite posts uh, that people have. They get dirty. They get black. Um, so we've done a lot with that. We've even done a lot with um, exteriors of homes, like vinyl siding. Okay. Um, there's a lot of guys out there who do pressure washing, and I'm not out there to compete. But um, you know, there's there's certain things that we can do um, that kind of fit in our wheelhouse. So you know, we're always we're always expanding things like that. Absolutely, yeah. that's pretty good. And it's a, it's interesting because I can only picture what these things look like as you're like <laughs> trying to scrub out all this uh, um, like the grime and stuff. And I'm like, I can only imagine how gross some of that would probably be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, some some <laughs> some are. Um, we actually did one where it was an older bathroom. You know, all the little two-inch little tiles. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just looking at it like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it, the the tools actually do a lot of the work for us. Um, yeah. There's not there's not very it's not very often that we actually have to get in there and, and literally scrub and scrub and scrub unless there's some type of coating. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. And I love, I love technology, just how things have advanced over the years where we don't need a mop anymore, where mop is right. bad. <laughs> yeah, well, you it know. can be for sure. Yeah. You know, well, think about the surfaces that we used to have, too. I mean, you go into any box store, um, it's all like that smooth, really shiny tile. Yeah. Not a lot of um, texture to it at all. And ideally, I mean, that's that's great for mopping still. You know, there's still a lot more that goes into that. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Um, yeah, when you start getting into the textures, mopping is one of the worst things that you can do. Unless improper mopping, I should say. You know, there's obviously there's a need for it still, but um, a lot of ways people are going like the low moisture methods, um, like the Swiffers and things like that. As long as you're not oversaturating, um, but your your biggest defense is going to be your your dry sweeping those surfaces. You know, every day, um, so you're not walking on those surfaces, kind of compacting that that dirt or sand that's already there. Hmm. <laughs> you have people that get like um like white grout for whatever reason and later on the like oh that's that's not black i thought that was black <laughs> <laughs> well you know i always tell people you know because i get that a lot you yeah. know um even my even my current customers that 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 use us they're, they're like well you know i don't really need it right now because my my tile's still clean and it's always if you own if you have tile in your home look at your edges if it's lighter than what you see in the middle, it, you need to get those clean. You know? um, look, at, look at a commercial building. Um, yeah. Your corners, anything that has less floor traffic under something that doesn't move. Um, yeah. Your corners, your edges. You know, Not very often that we walk right along the edge of our, our walls. You yeah. know? Um, that's usually how you can tell you know, the, the, the color difference. Not always, um, but for the most part, that's how you can really tell if, you're, hmm. if, you're, if your grout and tile needs to get clean. That is a really good point. So everyone... Go look in, go look into your <laughs> floors if you got them, and be like, "Oh my God!" There's like four different shades across your floor, you know? Right. Yeah. You know that brings up a really good point, though. I mean, there's so much misinformation on the internet how to clean it. Um, 
you can actually ruin a lot of your tile. You know, a lot of a lot of people use bleach. I, I can't say it enough. Don't use bleach uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, bleach will actually think about it if you get it on your clothes, it will actually take the color out of your grout. Um, and it's so caustic. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so caustic. It, it doesn't take a lot to break down bleach. Like you can rinse it pretty, pretty, um, pretty easily. You know, from your floor, especially if you got pets and, and kids and things like mm -hmm. that. To me, I always tell my clients, you know, we're always cleaning for sanitation first. You know, then it's for aesthetics at the yeah. second. Um, but using bleach is is it's good for killing mold and mildew and things like that. But you really don't want to use it because one, I mean, a lot of people are very sensitive to the fumes of bleach. You know, if, if people have birds, you know, yeah. um, canaries, parrots, things like that. I mean, that, that can that can kill your birds, um, and it's not good for us either. You know, <laughs> at all. It, yeah, it, it's on your hands. You can get rashes, cause burns, things like that. Yeah, but, um, it can start to break it break down your grout too. I've gone into homes where it's been a darker color. Um, they've been using bleach for forever, um, cleaning their floors, because it's the only thing that, that works, right? Um, and you, you professionally clean it, and then when you're done, you look at it and you're like, wow, the, the grout's kind of like orangey. It was like a brown. Now it's like an orangey color, and that's the, that's the bleach oxidizing the color right out of your grout. Yeah. And it's hmm. so blotchy. You know, you'll have a darker area, a lighter area, and it all depends on how the, the bleach sat. Yeah. Um, so just don't use it. Um, you know, if you, if you have a question, you know, have somebody come out, you know, whether it's me or somebody else, you know, just you want to make sure you do your due diligence when you're looking at a company. Yeah. Um, but we actually have, uh, I, came, it, I saw this concept and I came up with it. We actually have on our back of our business cards, we have a 1-800 number. It's a pre-recorded um, kind of line you need to press one for this two for yeah. this but it's an information line it's a we talk about the misconceptions of, of cleaning tile and grout um, mm. we talk about how to hire a company the things to ask because let's face it what do you have to go on if I asked you you know how do you hire a tile and grout cleaning company what would you say really uh, all you can do is go online go to Google or something and type in some names see if we get something exactly yeah. But the most common thing people will call me and they're like, well, how much is it? Yeah. Because it's the only thing we all know is, is what to say. We don't, we can't base it on anything else because you're not an expert in it. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you, how do you hire a company? Most people will, will say, well, how much is it? <laughs> well, there's a lot of factors that go into that. You yeah. know, like us as a company, we don't give prices over the phone. It's not that we don't want to. Um, but I hate to say to, like, if you called me up and said, hey, I got a small bathroom, you know, how much roughly would it be? Well, I could say, well, Chris, you know, it, it could be $50. It could be $150, you know, depending on the size, depending on this, that. Um, I'm dirty. But, well, well, that for sure, you know, the soil level for sure. But Sir, are you dirty? <laughs> but I walk into your house, you know, the day of the cleaning, I give you a price. Say it's say it's a real small bathroom. Most, most people here in New England, um, it's not like down south where their whole house is tiled. Here it's mostly your kitchen, maybe a dining room, master bath, and maybe a secondary bath. Um, but say it's a, a five by five bathroom, you know, yeah. it's 25 square feet. Well, based on my our, our, our math, um, how we charge by the square footage, you know, that would be roughly about, no, it's about $60, you know, for a bathroom like that. Um, but I go into your home and the day of the cleaning, you're expecting to pay $60. And I, I go in, we start cleaning it, and all of a sudden, there's a coating. 
somebody had put like a sealer down. Maybe it was an improper sealer. Um, it, we have a little bit of damage we need to fix. You know, if the grout's cracking or it's missing grout, you know, we have we have to address those things too. Um, the downside of using pressure is a lot of people. There's a lot of again misconceptions out there about the pressure that comes out of those nozzles of 1500 psi. Is that going to ruin my grout? Well. The answer is no. Grout is rated for a lot higher PSI really rating not. than that. Uh, but if there's loose grout or broken grout or cracked grout, yeah, some of that can come out. We can address that, and then we also have other things too. So at the end of the, the at the end of the job, I'm a very open and honest person with yeah. all my clients. You know, they'll they'll all say the same thing. You know, I'm pretty confident about that. That they're all going to say, "Oh, Jason's great. He's he's honest. You know, he, he he'll give you probably too much information." <laughs> You know, because they do. Part of my business is also, um, you know, educating my 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 clients. Yeah. You know, I don't want my customers once. You know, in my business, we don't call our customers customers. We call them clients. Yeah. Customers insinuate once and done. You know, we're looking to build relationships. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't want to be con- I don't want to be bunched into that group of um, cleaners that uh, fall into that bait and switch, where they say, yeah, it's going to be fifty dollars and. I finish up and I give you a, an, an invoice and say, oh, well, Chris, we had to do this, we had to do this, we had to do this. Now it's $200. Mm. You know, you're not going to be happy with me because you weren't expecting $200. Yeah, oh, I gotcha. Um, I've even stopped in the middle of a job or just starting a job and been like, hey, Mr. Jones or Mrs. Jones, you know, we're running into a little bit of an issue. You know, we're going to take care of this and clean this. But I want to let you know um, now. Um, we can stop. It's going to be no charge today or we can... This is how we can address it. This is what it'll be. We'll figure out a, a price and, and go from there. You know, but that's why we don't do things over the phone because uh, there's too many there's too many variables. Yeah, too many variables. So we and we try to be honest. You know, when I when I go into a, co- a client's home and I, I do a what we call a floor inspection or a floor audit, we're looking for everything. We're we're doing tests because you need to know these things. You know, you call me up and you say, yeah, I got a small bathroom. Ceramic tile is a lot different than a natural stone like a like a marble. The cleaning methods are not the same. Hmm. Um, uh, acids, acid type cleaners, your vinegars, your things like that. If you have a natural stone, um, that will actually ruin your stone. It hmm. will etch your stone. It'll make it dull, especially if you have like a shiny marble or a limestone, anything like that. Using any type of acidic based cleaner, and especially vinegar, will actually etch your stone. To the point where it's going to require a lot more um, than just a cleaning to to restore it. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So there's a lot. I mean, we're certified. I went down to Florida for two weeks um, to get certified. Um, It is a lot of book work, and you know, at the end of the week, it's like your head just wants to explode. You're like, wow, these things that I never even knew. Never. Yeah. Never would have thought of. Yeah. You know, but you run into it every single day. Yeah. Um, I went into a home recently, and, and the bathroom is all marble. The, the shower enclosure, it's one of those beautiful showers, got two heads on either end of the shower. Yeah. And it's a shiny marble, and um, we were doing the inspections and, and things like that, and I just happened to look at the walls of the shower, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so I asked her, I'm like, well, how are you cleaning this? And she tells me, I'll use vinegar. And it's like, you could tell, you know, this is supposed to be a real shiny marble, like glass-like, and it's about as shiny as the walls right now. <laughs> oh, and, wow. You know, it just, it, it etches, it can be, it can be restored and reconditioned, but it now it's beyond cleaning. Now it's going to take honing and polishing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of work. 
yeah, yeah. a lot more in depth and it, it can be costly you know a lot of the guys that do this like the polishing and honing it, it, it can be it can be quite costly so yeah. don't use acids and um, if you're not familiar with it. even toilet bowl cleaner if you have marble floors you gotta be very careful when when you're using toilet bowl cleaners because it's an acidic cleaner hmm. so yeah there's a lot of things that go into it yeah like it was just just sitting through this conversation it's like there's a lot going on that you know people probably don't know and you know if you not quite sure what even you have on your floor you know you could go online and pick the wrong product and screw your floor up pretty hard yeah so yeah that's pretty cool well not not cool for them but (laughs) well you know what is funny is is you know tile cleaning and hard surface cleaning in in the northeast is isn't is it's not a new concept but it's Mm -hmm. funny how many people you talk to that be like i never even knew this existed and there's a lot of companies out there that offer the service. You know, a lot of your carpet cleaning companies, they offer um, tile cleaning as an add-on. We're kind of the opposite. You know, that's all we do is we specialize in hard surfaces. Yeah. And, and we do carpet as well. You know, I don't advertise carpet cleaning. Usually it's for our for our existing clients and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, but at, at the end of the day, you know, you, you have to make sure that you're you're hiring the right company. Are they Have they been trained properly? Are they certified? Um you know, things like that, because there's so much that gets involved. Even though we all have the same, what we call tile spinners to clean tile, if your machines that you're using that's in the truck or in the trailer isn't the proper, it's not generating the, the PSI that you need, or it's not generating the temperature that you need, um, you're not going to get, you're going to get subpar results. So yeah, and I've been told that a lot, like, oh, I had XYZ company come in, they cleaned it, and it just, you know, it, it just didn't come out as what I expected. And that's, again, that's why we do uh, floor audits and things like that, because we're, we're also trying to set the expectation. Because even though we clean it, you know, grout is, it's one of those things. It's a, it's a porous, it's a porous yeah. material. It, it, it absorbs everything. Um, it, it can stain easily. So even after it's professionally clean, we can, we can clean that to make it look as close to its original as, as it was freshly laid. But yeah sometimes you just you know there's always going to be a darker area and that's the other thing you want a company that can address that after the fact you know it has options to to restore that without having to replace the whole tile yeah you know and i've had many customers that say well you know we're going to clean it but we're really thinking that we're going to replace it um and then you know you give them a couple options it's it's a fraction of the cost and they're like oh my god it looks brand new yeah you know it's so cool yeah, it, it, it really is. It, it's 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 amazing. It really, it's been a, it's been an amazing ride. You know, where it, the people that we've met along the way. You know, we're still a young company, so we're still growing. It's mostly just me. My son helps me out in the summer. Um, sometimes I'll have a couple of guys that will help me on larger jobs and things like that. But it's been a great journey so far. Yeah, very so. good, cool. So people that want to reach out, maybe schedule um, you to come look at their floors and all that stuff. How do they do it? Well, basically, I mean, you can go to our website. Um, we're under kind of rehabbing our website at the moment. So, again, keep in mind we're still new. But it's um, hssnh.com. So it just stands for Hard Surface Solutions, New Hampshire. Um, or they can reach out to our um, cell number, which is 603-393-1336. Um, or you can visit our Facebook page. You know, if you, want, if you're, if you like looking at before and afters, um, Facebook is definitely a place to go. Oh, that's pretty live videos too um, befores and afters things like that alright awesome 
Thank you for coming out today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, no, I appreciate you having me out. Yeah, I learned a ton about the little things I didn't know, and I now I get to <laughs> laugh at my wife for things that she is going to tell me she knew, but you know, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. And again, stay away from the things that you see on Facebook um, or you know on the internet about cleaning your tile and grout. You know, give give a professional a call to be able to give you an honest opinion. You know, right way to handle things and deal <laughs> yeah. with things. Yeah, very good, awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. We had a lot of fun today. Learned a lot. Fixed that. Um, so we're gonna have the last word from our sponsors. So everyone have a good day. Because the word is thrown around a lot, people typically don't understand just how powerful a funnel for your business is, and people don't understand it. So just to give you guys a quick rundown, a funnel is essentially a way to automate the lead gen process for your business. It helps collect leads from social media that you wouldn't have gotten before. Um, it takes advantages of all of the information available online so that you can collect um, a viable lead to work in your business. Now with our funnels, we're able to go from beginning to the end of the sales process if you want to, or we can do just a quick capture on the front end. We can handle it all for literally almost every business so reach out find us in the description below by funnels by kiara and we'll get you hooked up that's it for today everyone but it doesn't have to end there head over to itunes stitcher google play or iHeartRadio to get more from new hampshire's top entrepreneurs